Yo fam, Coach Sam with Strong Gents Coaching. This is going to be a solo episode today. I'm going to run through some uh, DMs that I got, some questions in my direct messages on Instagram, and answer them for you here today. Uh, but before we get started, I hope you guys had a great day. It's 8 p.m. where I am right now. Uh, so if you're on the same time frame, I'm here in New Jersey. So if you're on the East Coast, I hope you had a great day and you're getting ready for your day tomorrow. Um, if you're interested in our coaching services, you can always email us at stronggentscoaching at gmail.com and we'll get you some more details. Uh, we help men get physically, mentally, and socioeconomically stronger in life. It's a totally virtual program. It's done all through online uh, with a membership website, recorded videos, and live coaching calls as well. So you can do it anywhere, pretty much any time. Um, and it is uh, cost-effective. It is not going to hurt the wallet that much. We want to help as many men as possible. And this information should be available at a reasonable price. So I'm very passionate about that. Um, so go ahead, let's go ahead and let's get started. Let me open up my DMs real quick and check these messages. Okay, let's see. All right, Coach Sam, what is the best workout for weight loss? Um, okay, so the straightforward answer is there is no best workout for weight loss. Uh, weight loss is a multifactorial uh, journey, okay? Um, it's a process that involves uh, multiple factors. Um, working out is just one of them. Um, there's no exact best workout for weight loss, uh, but there are two things in particular that always bring out the best success. Um, we are going to incorporate, if your goal is weight loss, okay, there's two forms of exercise. It's not a specific workout, okay, it's not the best workout. It's two of the best forms of exercise to aid you in your weight loss journey. Uh, number one being walking. Now, most people are like, when I tell them to just start walking every day for at least 20 minutes every single day, non-negotiable, and they'll start losing weight and feeling better, they look at me like I'm crazy, right? Because they think it's some elaborate workout program that they need in order to reach their goals when it's not. Most of the time, the more difficult a workout program is, um, the uh, harder it is for you to, to sustain that and the uh, lack of mo less motivating it is because it beats up on your ego because you're probably going to fail at those things. So what you want to do is keep it as simple as possible. One of the best things I've ever heard is keep it simple, stupid. The simpler things are, the easier they are to follow, and the more consistent we can be with them. And walking is the easiest, most simple, and effective form of exercise that you can do anytime, anywhere. So get at least 20 minutes in every single day. Make it a non-negotiable. Um, I suggest tracking every walk that you do. You can use the free app on your cell phone. I think it's through Under Armour. I'm pretty sure it's through Under Armour. It's called Map My Walk. Um, so you can keep progress you know you can track as many see how many days in a row you do uh see your distances and your pace see how long it takes you to complete each walk that you do uh use that as motivation try and um, increase your distance or shorten the amount of time it takes you to get from point a to point b always try and um, improve and you can do so many different um uh, changes and you can make so many different changes when you're just walking most people think you just go for a walk but you can pick up the pace you can go on an incline you can change the terrain um, you can lengthen the distance, you can shorten the distance, but do it faster. You can add some weight. There's so many different things you can do just with walking. But the reason I like walking is because it's not that intimidating. Um, there is no um, uh, big skill set involved. You just get a pair of shoes, go outside and start walking. So if there's one exercise that I could tell somebody to do to really start their weight loss journey is to walk as much as possible. It's also good to get a Fitbit. Um, that's really good because uh, it's motivating to see how many steps you got. 
uh, a lot of people tend to look at that and be like, oh, well, I got, you know, 3,000 today. Maybe I can get, you know, 3,300 tomorrow. And they're just increasing that. And the more your watch says you're moving, the more you're probably moving, even if it's not 100% accurate. All right. The second part of that equation is strength training. Um, most people try and lose weight without building muscle. The problem with this is your metabolism takes a shot, okay? The more muscle tissue you have, the more metabolic you are, meaning the more energy you burn just being alive. Um, so when you are trying to lose weight, okay, a really good benefit through weight loss is to try and keep your metabolism somewhat regulated by adding muscle tissue because it's going to make you more metabolic. And we do this through strength training. So if we can add some muscle, let's say over the course of a year, let's say we add, let's say you're brand new to working out and you add six to seven muscle uh, pounds of muscle in a year, which honestly you're a beginner. If you're just working out a couple times a week, that's that's highly possible. If you're super dedicated, you might be able to get more. Um, and that's if you're a beginner. If you're, you've been training a long time, you're not going to add that much muscle mass per year, but it's still possible to add more. And it's not just about adding more. It's also about keeping the muscle that you do have because your body, when you're trying to lose weight, you're going to be eating less calories. And when you're eating less calories, your body needs energy from somewhere to keep you going all day long. So what it does is it starts to pull energy from your muscle tissue. And if you're not using your muscles through strength training or physical activity, your body will start to eat away at those muscles because they're like, well, we're not using this stuff, so I'm going to use it for energy because you're not eating a lot of food. So that's another reason why adding and keeping muscle mass through strength training while trying to lose weight is extremely important. So just stick to the basics, guys. Um, calisthenics, dumbbells, cables, bands, uh, barbells, kettlebells. Uh, do the basic movements. We're talking squats, deadlifts, lunges, uh, any type of overhead press, any type of horizontal press, any type of vertical pull, horizontal pull, carry, bicep curl, tricep extension, shoulder raise. Um, these are all fantastic movements. You can add some unilateral stuff in there. I don't know if I said it, but you could add some lunges in there, single leg deadlifts. Keep the basics. You don't need to do all these fancy workouts, these crazy sets, um, uh, drop sets and all that stuff. Those all have their place in time. But when you're just starting out, it's important to just stick to the basics, do between 5 and 15 reps and slowly add weight over time. Add two and a half to five pounds a week or every other week. Uh, do three sessions a week. You can do three full body sessions. You can do uh, push-pull legs, which push would be your chest, shoulders, triceps. Pull would be your back and biceps. And then you can have a leg day and throw in some core, some ab work here and there. Uh, but those are gonna be the two forms of exercise that are going to have the greatest benefit on your weight loss journey. Walking, so you start expending a lot of energy throughout the week um, to counteract the amount that you eat and strength training to build and maintain your muscle mass to keep you a little bit more metabolic while you're dieting down and eating less food. So those are the big two guys. There's no best workout. Like I can't give you a single like 40 minute workout that's going to make you lose weight. Um, but the two forms of exercise that have been proven to give people the greatest results is walking, improving your walking and being consistent with your walking and then strength training, being consistent with your strength training and progressing your strength training. If you do those two things and you dedicate three months to those two things, and once you hit that three-month mark, you dedicate another three months, so on and so forth, you will get some of the best weight loss results you have ever seen in your entire life. Nothing fancy, super basic, super simple, super powerful. All right, I'm going to take a sip of water here. 
I hope you guys can tell I, I end up going on these rants. Um, my brain is an endless pit of information on weight loss, health, fitness, muscle building, performance, um, so on and so forth. Because I've been doing this stuff for a decade now. I mean, I've been absolutely obsessed with it. But um, not only that, I have a, a musculoskeletal disease, which is kind of ironic because I'm the physical fitness health guy, right? But it's called Ehlers Danlos Syndrome, E H L E R S D A N L O S, Ehlers Danlos Syndrome. It's a connective tissue disorder. It affects my ligaments, my tendons, my muscles, my fascia, um, some organs. Um, and really, what it is, it's a mutation in my genes in the uh, processing of collagen. Um, so my ligaments are weak, they're prone to being torn, strained, all the above. So I'm stuck in a, a lot of physical pain and dysfunction. Um, and yes, it sucks. Um, but the reason I'm telling you this is because it took 10 years to diagnose and doctors were calling me crazy uh, because on the outside, you know, I'm, I was always lifting weights. Um, my nervous system is still strong. My muscles are still performing pretty good, but the connective tissue, the things holding my bones together and my muscles to my bones um, are not strong. And they, it was causing me a lot. It still is causing me an immense amount of pain. But the doctors thought I was crazy because they couldn't physically uh, see anything wrong with me. Um, so for a long time, I thought I was crazy. And during this time, I read a lot of medical textbooks and I dove into just a really deep understanding of the body, um, how it works, how it operates, um, because I was trying to fix myself. And although I can't fix this disease, there's no cure, there's no medical treatment, nothing. It's just a progressive decay into uh, six feet under, which is something that I'll have to you know, battle with, but that's, you know, just part of the journey. Um, some people have it way worse than me. So at sometimes I feel blessed and I do feel blessed that this has happened because it made me a better trainer, which has been able to, um, allow me to give you guys better information. Cause I am obsessed with this stuff. Um, I didn't just, you know, get one certification that I barely studied for. You know, I, I studied pretty hard for this stuff and I want to give you guys the best information possible and keep it simple too. Um, so I'm going to move on to the um, next question here. Let me open my DMs again. Give me one second. Another sip of water. Side note, guys, not enough of you drink enough water. Um, when new clients come in to see me and I ask, you know, about their daily eating and routine, and I include beverages in that as well, I ask them, you know, what are you drinking on a daily basis? Um, I rarely ever hear water. You know, I hear like coffee, lattes, espressos, um, sodas, juices, smoothies, you know, milks, all, all these, you know, snapples and iced teas. I never really hear water. Um, so really just another just side tip here for, for um, just being healthy and even losing some weight is drinking more water. Water helps to keep you full. Um, it can curb your appetite actually sometimes. If you're too, if you're really thirsty, you also crave food sometimes at the same time you, that you're craving hydration. So just drink a lot of water. Um, moving on to the next question here. Uh, Coach Sam, is keto the best diet for me to lose weight? Okay, so we have another weight loss question. Um, is keto the best diet? No, guys, it is not the best diet at all to lose weight. Um, it's very individual, so not one thing is going to work for everybody. What worked for Susan down the street is not necessarily going to work for you. Uh, the keto diet has a place in time depending on the individual and their current status in their life and their situation. Um, I have used it with clients in the past. I have done it myself. Um, there's definitely some positives to it, but there are some drawbacks. And big drawback um, to keto for most people is it's just not sustainable and, and it's hard to be consistent with it because it's such a restricted diet. Um, 
And most people who embark on a keto diet, they actually don't really do it properly. They just do a really low carb diet, but they never truly enter into ketosis. Um, or if they do, uh, a lot of people can't sustain it. So then they, they keep fluxing in and out of ketosis, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, at the end of the day, keto really does, um, if you're doing like a, a healthy food keto and not one of these ones where you're eating, you know, um, tons of garbage, you can still eat crap food on a keto diet and I see a lot of people do that and they, they feel like shit. Um, it's because you're eat, still eating shit food. But um, a lot of people think that when you go on keto, because the whole slogan is, you know, eat fat to burn fat, um, but calories are still the most important thing at the end of the day. So some people will go on keto and eat a ton of fat and actually gain weight and they're like, well, I thought eating fat made me burn more fat and they'll even use those testing uh, those pee strips where you pee on the strip and it tells you if you, you're producing enough ketones. Um, but here's the tricky part about ketones, uh, the keto diet, right? Is when you consume a lot of fat, fat has a lot of calories. And if you're eating more calories than you're burning, you're still going to gain weight. Um, but if you're eating a lot of fat and you're not eating any carbs, your body's going to process that fat into ketones. Uh, that's what the keto diet is short for. Keto is short for ketosis. Uh, ketogenic diet um, is short for uh ketosis, right? And ketosis is when your body starts producing ketones, which is a form of energy your body can use to operate in the world. It serves its purpose instead of glucose, which comes from carbohydrates and sugar. Um, so, but my point is, is that if you're still eating too many calories, you could be peeing positive for ketones on these strips, but it's just because you're consuming no carbs and an excess amount of fat. So your body has to do something with it. So it's going to make ketones, but if you're consuming too many calories, it doesn't matter if your body's producing more ketones, you're still going to gain weight. So the keto diet is very tricky. And if you're someone who cannot be meticulous and you're someone who's, you know, um, more prone to swaying back and forth on things, it's not going to be the best diet for you. I'm a fan of sticking to basic food sources um, that are high in uh, nutrient value um, and can be made a couple different ways and spiced up and flavored really well. Uh, that would be lean meats, uh, your favorite vegetables, uh, your favorite fruits, and some healthy greens. You know, um, you can you can incorporate some breads, although I do tend to think breads are easy to overeat uh, for some people. Uh, but things like uh, potatoes, sweet potatoes, rice, oatmeals, uh, these things are all great. And if you can stick to that and then add some of your other favorite foods in here and there, you're going to see some good weight loss results. You don't necessarily need to completely cut out a macronutrient. Like you don't just need to completely cut out carbohydrates to lose weight. You just have to understand how many calories you're consuming and how many calories you're burning. So the keto diet has its place in time. I do think there's some powerful benefits to it, uh, especially if you're someone who struggles with um, like IBS um, and some gut problems. I've, I've experienced that in the past with the... Uh, the Elhurst-Danlos syndrome, um, it affects the digestive system as well. So um, I've been prone to gut um, uh, motility problems, you know, how the gut moves things through. And if you're having, if you have too much roughage in there, too much fiber and carbohydrates, um, you're, you can tend to have some digestive problems. So sometimes, you know, cutting that out and not necessarily going keto, but going low carb for a period of time could help your digestive system. But um, weight loss is calories, right? So you don't need to do a keto diet to lose weight. It's not the best diet to lose weight. It is an option. It is a tool in the tool shed that you can take out from time to time to lose some weight. Uh, with that being said, though, um, is it something that you might may want to try? Yeah, I'm a fan of trying everything because for some people it works. Um, some people I've trained who have done absolutely phenomenal on keto, but those tend to be the people who are, are honestly pretty neurotic. They're very meticulous. They track everything they eat, um, and they keep 
you know the fat and the proteins and the carbs in in range you know these are people who are pretty mathematical brain um, and that they just do well but it's very individual and it just seems so tempting because some people's favorite foods are on the keto diet you know like heavy cheeses and bacons and all these things lathered in delicious butter um, so it looks, you know, enticing and you see all these things like, um, you know, carbs are making you fat and it's going to kill you and all this stuff. And, um, you know, advertising is a very powerful, powerful thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, no, keto is not the best diet to lose weight. Um, the best diet to lose weight is the diet that you can be consistent with over a very, very long time. Um, and what I have found to be successful with most people is eating more of a whole food diet. Um, so... Uh, with adding here and there some of your favorite foods that may not be as necessarily what we would in quotations call healthy, um, but you do enjoy and it keeps you on track. So keep that in mind. Um, dieting is very, very individual. Um, oh, that was a mouthful. Guys, I got to learn how to slow down my talking. I talk so fast. Um, it's just, I'm, I don't even have any, I haven't been drinking caffeine either for a very long time. It's been like three months now. And uh, I still talk super fast. So I got to slow down. I'm just very, my, my brain works up 10,000 miles an hour, especially on the health and fitness stuff. Um, I'll go over one more question. I think we're 20 minutes in or almost. Um, so I'll go over one more question and then I'll, I'll just go discuss some things with you that have come up in my personal training sessions um, today that are also very important uh, for these topics. Okay. Um, next question. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Coach Sam. Will protein powder make me gain weight? No, I've had this question asked me a lot throughout my career um, because when people, yeah, again, it goes down to advertising, right, um, and just misinformation, but protein powder is usually advertised with some big jacked guy or some you know really in great shape woman who's got a lot of muscle mass um, because protein powder was being sold as something that will make you gain a lot of muscle. Um, now, protein is the number one nutrient that will help you gain muscle mass. Um, but protein powders are not magic in doing that. They are a tool in your diet to increase the amount of protein that you consume on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. Um, but protein powder in itself is just a derivative of milk, right? It's a byproduct of, of dairy products. Um, so what happens is when they process dairy and all this stuff, what's left behind um, is called whey. And it's um, whey was, you know, for a long time just thrown out until someone tested it. And was like, oh, wow, this is just pretty much pure protein. And, and now, like back in the day, protein shakes were, you know, not very good tasting. And they were very bitter and had a sour flavor to it. And they were very chalky. They didn't mix well. They were clumpy. They were hard to drink. Um, you couldn't really cook with them. But now protein powders, they've pretty much mastered the process of, of, of getting protein powders down to tasting good, mixing well, cooking well. Um, so they are an amazing, uh, uh, amazing added, uh, additive to your diet. But it's a supplement for a reason, right? We're using this to increase. Protein powders will not make you gain weight. That's your question. So it's a hard no. They will not make you gain weight, okay? One scoop of whey protein powder is between 100 and 150 calories. That is not a lot. It's pretty much pure protein. Nowadays, they're usually very low carbohydrate between like 1.5 and 4 grams of fat and between 20 and 30 grams of protein. So it's pure, pretty much pure protein for a very low amount of calories, right? So you're not going to gain weight, especially body fat, just by drinking maybe one protein shake a day or if you drink a couple throughout the week. Um, but what it will do for you is increase the amount of protein in your diet, um, which is important 
because protein is the building blocks of muscle tissue. And like I said earlier, the more muscle you have, the more energy you burn on a daily basis just being alive. And that is very advantageous for weight loss. Okay, It adds to your calorie burning abilities. Uh, but not just that, when you consume more protein, your body is able to maintain its muscle mass even if you're not building muscle. As long as you're strength training still, you might not be building while dieting. You might not be building a lot of muscle, but you'll be keeping it. And protein is important in keeping that muscle tissue. Uh, but protein's also been shown to be very satiating. So um, it curbs your appetite when you consume a decent amount of protein. You will find that you're not as hungry. So if you're eating breakfast, let's say you're having oatmeal, um, and you normally just have oatmeal with berries, and let's say a lot of people like add honey on top, right? Um, well, that's very high carbohydrate food. There's not a lot of other nutrients in there. I mean, you have some fiber that's still in the category of carbohydrates, um, but and, and you may feel hungry thereafter that or if you were to have a cereal or toast um, or, or something along those lines. Uh, you tend to be hungrier after eating carbohydrates. But if you were to drink a protein shake alongside your oatmeal, you will find, and I have found this with all my clients and even myself, that you're you're not as hungry as soon, right? You're able to stave off that hunger feeling for a longer amount of time. So it does aid in satiation and making you feel fuller longer. And it also aids in keeping, uh, in maintaining and building muscle tissue, which is very important for weight loss. So no, protein powder will not make you gain weight. It just increases the amount of protein that you have during the day, which helps maintain and build muscle mass and not and keep you less hungry throughout the day. Okay, it helps keep you fuller for a longer amount of time. Uh, so those were the three questions that I got today. Um, I, I hope you know. I know that I talk very fast, but I hope you guys pick some stuff up in this. I'll have to learn how to slow down, but um, I'm going to go ahead and go over a topic that came up in my sessions today. Actually came up twice. I work long days. You know, I usually see about um, you know between ten and, and thirteen people a day. Um, so that's ten to thirteen hours of conversations and a lot of questions. I answer a lot of questions on a daily basis, and I'm also fighting people's bad habits and mindsets. Not necessarily fighting, but I'm trying to challenge them. And one of them today popped up a couple times. It's the mindset of. Um, the, the easy thing, right? Like doing the easy thing all the time. And a lot of people don't notice that they're doing the easy thing all the time, but they are. And I'm against this. Um, I think uh, sometimes it is beneficial and sometimes you, you should choose the easier route, but not all the time. Um, I think we grow uh, and we become stronger human beings by challenging, challenging ourselves and, and taking the path that may not be the easiest path all the time. If you start work at seven, and you're complaining that you don't have time to, to work out after work, right? Um, what is stopping you from waking up at 6? I know that it's hard to wake up an hour earlier. But you're doing it for your future self, right? A little bit of discomfort in the morning for 5 minutes until you start to wake up um, is worth the long-term gain of health for the rest of your life. You know, if, if you have to take a trip to the food store instead of door dashing, right? You're going to wait 45 minutes for your food anyways. You might as well go to the food store and cook the food yourself. You save money. You're being healthier. You're reaching your goals. You're staying on track. So just like always choosing the easy route is not the greatest way to success. I believe sometimes it can be beneficial, but especially in the terms of health and well-being, a lot of times the path where it seems a little bit more difficult 
is the path you should embark on because it's going to develop you. It's going to develop your character. It's going to help you establish new habits, new ways of living, and a new belief about yourself that you can accomplish things. So that was something in my personal training business that kept popping up time after time after time um, was this concept of doing the, like, I don't want to do it. It's too difficult, blah, 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 blah. You should do it. It doesn't matter. Suck it up. Life is difficult. We all have difficult lives. And sometimes you just have to do the difficult thing whether you like it or not. Successful people do what they have to do whether they feel like it or not. So I'm going to end it there, guys, um, just for today. Hope you got some good stuff out of this. I'll be doing more of these solo podcasts um, along with adding guests and the other coaches at Strong Gents as well. Uh, again, if you're interested in our coaching services here at Strong Gents Coaching, please send us an email at stronggentscoaching at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page, Strong Gents Coaching. Um, I believe it's Strong Gents Coaching. It might be Strong Gents-Men's Coaching on Facebook. Like our page and send us a message and we will get back to you as soon as possible. Stay strong, man. Talk soon. Peace.